Welcome to another episode of Raven Conversations. I'm Joe Seamandle, the State Public Affairs Officer for the Washington National Guard. And this is a very special episode. It is number 100 uh, for the audio version. We've done quite a few video podcasts at this point uh, that have not come up on the on our audio version. But this is a this is an audio one. And, and for a specific reason for us as an office, uh, I'm joined by Peter Chang for the first time on a microphone. He's usually behind the scenes on the video. Hello. <laughs> made a few words. And Jason Christ, who many of you have seen him both on on the video version of the podcast as well as the audio version you've hosted, yeah. you know, a number of these episodes. Um, but Jason is unfortunately, and fortunately for him and unfortunately for us, uh, leaving our office after almost 15 years in the state public affairs office. Uh, he's going to uh, venture into the next part of his life yeah. and become a college student. So <laughs> Uh, we're here to kind of tell Jason's story and share some of the lessons he's learned over the last 15 years. I've, uh, seen a lot, seen a lot, sure. learned a lot. So <laughs> Jason, I always like to ask <laughs> intro background on yourself. God. Way back in the day before nine 11, I, uh, joined the army, uh, active duty. I was a combat engineer blowing stuff up. Yep. We've all shared that, those stories. That I was stuff. the same way. Yeah. Blowing um, stuff up. A uh, couple of active, you know, duty enlistments, seven years total. Um, I like to tell this little bit of a little story about how I jumped into public affairs. But back when I was uh, talking to the recruiters, um, they, the, one of the guys asked me, he's like, uh, what is a job that you would love to do just outside the army? Like, what would you love to do? Being a big movie buff. I uh, said, I would like to be a, a film director. <laughs> I'd like to make movies, right? Um, and he said, I'm sorry, there's nothing like that in the Army. Oh. Yeah, yeah, just straight up said, no, we ain't got that. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, that was that. I guess I'll blow stuff up. <laughs> and, and so years later, um, in Germany, I'm in the field, um, and I see these dudes in, in army uniforms driving around in Humvee with film cameras. And I'm like, who are these guys? Like, I need to be doing that. Did you have one of those wait a minute moments? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what the hell, man? Like I could have been something. <laughs> could have been doing something completely different. Um, so uh, I noticed that they, because um, I was like, I was like driving around. It wasn't like, like I was in the field. I was driving around an OC observer controller, you know, and I had some time on my hands when I got back to the, where we were bunking down. And then I saw these guys with the cameras and they were like in this like big trailer, kind of like, kind of like that you tow behind a truck, you know, that was mm -hmm. just parked. And they had a, you know, you can go up inside of it. And I saw them go up there and I knocked on the door and I asked them, I said, Hey, what do you guys do? What's your MOS? And they said that we're 25 victors. And, um, and, you, and, and I was like, what's that? It's combat camera. And I'm like, Oh, cool. <laughs> you know, I need to be searching for that job. So I try to get into it on active duty. I, I talked to like, you know, the retention NCO said, Hey, I want to be a 25 victor. And it, it's such a small field that is, and you don't just jump into that job, right? You got to kind of, well, I guess you can, but like, 
kind of back to, then you could, but like, yeah, you got to kind of have to know. You got to know. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so, um, kept on searching for 25 Victor and, um, nothing came up and then it comes time for, to, to get off active duty again. And I talked to the reserve recruiter here. I was stationed at Fort Lewis and, um, talked to the reserve recruiter before I, um, got off uh, active duty. And they, and I said, Hey, by any chance, do you have 25 Victor around? And he does a few things and he's like, yep, we got one right here in Tacoma. And that's where I was living at the time. I'm like, you know what? Sign me up right away. <laughs> and then, so it's, um, yeah, it's just like one, one position at the 122nd at the time it was a MPAD, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. It was, an, it was, tran- it was transitioning to be a payock at the time. Um, yeah. So, I, uh, sign me up and a couple months later, I, um, it came, came time to me, you know, I was, you know, got off active duty, at, um, out processed and everything came time for me to, you know, talk to the, the empad and spoke to Randy Wong. He was the first guy I talked to. Uh, oh, OG, Randy, OG, OG Randy legend. Wong. OG Love legend. Randy. Yep. Shout out to Randy Wong. <laughs> first person I talked to in the garden. And uh, I said, hey, you know, like I'm, I've been put in this position. He's like, oh, I was waiting to contact you, you know. Was he the readiness at the time? Was, there? Yeah, 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 he was the readiness at the other. And uh, yeah, so I went to the drill, the first drill, first week in August 2007. And, and he sat me down. And he's like, you know, 25 Victor is kind of kind of limited position. You know, you're only, it's only an E4 position. I was E5 at the time. You're never going to promote, you mm-hmm. know, there's, there's only so high you can go. So he's like, I recommend you, you know, if you want to be a video person to go public affairs, you know, broadcast specialist. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, 2008, January, I go to school and got MOSQ and came back. Did you ever have any prior <laughs> like experience with the guard before then or? Was that kind of the first time you ever learned about the guard? That was the very first time I learned about the guard. I mean, like, like during basic training, we had, you know, a couple of people who are, who are guard enlisted yeah. mm-hmm. and, you know, I never really thought about it. So, yeah. 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 So, and you've, so you've been, you were in the 122nd until you retired. Uh, was it last year? I think 22. Yeah. So 22. So two years ago now. Almost. Yeah. And you've been in this office since late 2009, early 2010, before I started here. Yeah. Um, how did you learn about the position here? Oh, man. <laughs> I think there was another um, another NCO that was um, that had, had, had contacts here. And um, and she came and introduced me to, uh, at the time, Lieutenant Keith Kosick, who was filling in, I think, at the time for Phil Osterley. Mm-hmm. Um and she had just introduced me and say, and she was just like, Hey, yeah, I heard you're going to, you know, advertise this position, you know? And he just, we just had a quick chat and, and finally, I think he wasn't able to advertise a job as a full-time employee. Um, but I was able to get on on orders, um, for a couple of years before I was actually hired. Yeah. As a technician, as a, as a full-time technician. Yeah. yeah. So what were like, what was it like coming in? 
you know, in that first full time here in the guard, right? I mean, you were active duty and it was like a, a different way of a lifestyle change. And then went kind of strictly M day and then you came back, but as a full timer here, yeah. what was that like? To be honest, I mean, it was <clears throat> probably, <laughs> probably the best decision. One of the best decisions I've ever made to, to be a full time tech, you know, it's uh I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to, how, to, how to describe it. It's just like, you know, your regular job, but you know, you, and for us, you know, how we go cover, you know, units, we just like, Oh, something's coming up. I could go, you know, shoot video and come back and edit. And it's just like a regular nine to five job. Yeah. So, I mean, and I've, I've had the <laughs> fortune of working with Jason, gosh, since 2011 when I came in full time and I've always appreciated your creativity, your, your drive to create quality products. Um, kind of thinking, I, I know for me, I've always, your Mount St. Helens video will always stay in the test of time. And I know you, yes. you listen to it today and you say, Oh my gosh, I hate my voice. Yeah. I hate how I sound. Um, it was horrible. But <laughs> when you think back to some of the products you made in those early days of working here, what are some of those ones you can kind of lean on and say, this kind of helped me build that foundation of what public affairs, what you wanted it to be. Hmm. I, I did the, uh, the, um, retirement video for um major general lowenberg uh that was shown at uh there was a um his it was it was a i think no it was it was it wasn't a militia ball it was actual retirement like big ceremony that was held at the tacoma convention center i did a a video you know retrospective of his of his career Mm -hmm. we interviewed him uh historical interview yeah yeah, the historical Mm -hmm. interview we did yeah exactly and i took pieces of that and i kind of overlaid that with some, some of his, uh, old photos and stuff. And, um, yeah, that was, that was pretty, pretty rewarding because, you know, you, 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 you go to that thing and it gets broadcast and at this, you know, just everybody is looking at it and they're watching it. So it's kind of, you know, rewarding in that, in that regard. Um, lots of times doing the, uh, uh, what do you call it? The, um, best warrior competition. Mm-hmm. One of the proudest moments I had was like, I was kind of like the the lead of the, the, the team of broadcasters that was covering for the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. And, um, shout out to Tom Conning out there and, in, 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 or I think he's still in Oregon. Yeah. I think he still works for yeah. army Corps engineers. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. No, he, uh, <clears throat> he would like shoot and edit B roll and it'd be done by the end of the day. So he would have this package that was playing, and um, I was out doing something else and it was coming time for the ceremony uh, in like within a half hour or something like that. But I come walking into building what is it, 30. Oh, 33. 33. Yeah. Yeah. Where they were holding the ceremony at the end of the at the end of the weekend. And, you know, it's just like he he, he broadcasted or not broadcasted, but he, you know, uh, projected it on a big mm-hmm. screen and just like everybody was quiet everybody was looking at the video and they were laughing and they were joking about the, the, you know, the, the fun times that they were having over the weekend. And that was just like, yeah, this is what this is all about, you know? Yeah. And, and I think it's, it's something I think we talk about a lot as well. Like while we make products and we push out products for, for public consumption, right? I mean, truly at the end of the day, public affairs, you know, it can be seen by anyone. I think a lot of the time, the products that we end up creating over the years have, have meant more to the soldiers and airmen that are featured in the product because they can always look back and yeah. say, Hey, like that was us. Mm-hmm. We did this amazing thing. And 
And I think it always means a little bit more. And I think you always hit that with a lot of your products too, is you always thought like, how can I tell an efficient story while also highlighting these individuals' accomplishments yeah. and what they're doing? And I think that's always fantastic. That brings up a, a, reminds me of, you just brought up the Mount St. Helens video. Um, and when I was making that, I um, went, you know, to a couple of retired pilots, mm -hmm. their, uh, their houses and interviewed them and talked about their time on, on the mountain. And they, they had run, you know, out of all of the hundreds of, you know, missions taking, you know, rescuing people off the, off the out of the blast zone. And when, when it was all put together, Keith sent it to all these different TV stations in the area for the 30th anniversary because it was coming up. And, uh, one, uh, one, uh, I think, I forget who it was, Keith Eldridge, I think. Yeah. I think he's the one that actually used some of that. Like he took pieces of it and he actually put it in his broadcast on King five news at, or was it? King oh, five? Como. It was Como. It was Como. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, he, he used it in some of his broadcasts. And I remember at the time, uh, another PA buddy of mine, we were just like watching TV because we knew it was going to be on. And we, we watched it. Oh, there, there's my video. There's my yeah. video. You, know, there, you always get excited like, when you yeah, see your yeah. product on TV. And you're like, hey, look at this. This is, not, this is just this is being broadcast, you know, to the whole area, you know, yeah. Seattle, Tacoma area. So I think that's what exciting. you provided. The office is a, a lot of your work is still relevant today if yeah. you really think about it we i mean if you dig into the numbers like analytics and stuff on youtube there's a lot of people that it's always mount st helens is always there in the top five that and the special yeah. forces yeah, yeah. and people continue to still look at it and i think uh what you provided this office a, a lot is stuff that you've done years ago mm -hmm. is still relevant today to include this podcast right right like, yeah <laughs> and and for those that don't don't know the backstory right so obviously we're, we're doing a special more audio version for jason uh because truly this was your baby i mean mm -hmm. yeah. so jason came to me um gosh five years ago i feel like something like that yeah, so, yeah it was before you deployed so it was it was five years ago um it was it was you and sarah came to me and said, Hey, we, we want to do an audio version of a podcast. I think we could do a podcast. And I, mm -hmm. I kind of brushed you guys off and I said, I don't know how this is going to work. Like, are people going to just listen to this? Um, and, and truth be told, I was not a big podcast listener at the time and you guys tested it. And I think by about episode three, I was about ready to give it up. And then I think episode four, we hit gold and it was chief almond. I, I yeah. think she was episode four and, yeah, and, she, uh, and it, and the people <laughs> like, started talking about it yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and that's when we started running with it. And, and we, I think before you deployed, we were running pretty good. And mm -hmm. then Sarah and I picked it up. And then after you guys came back, we kind of just kept it going. We yeah, had enough yeah. in the can and then we, Pete got hired on and we switched it over to video and now that's kind of running the same way. Right. And it, I think in the end, this, the legacy of the po the podcast is you, you and Sarah mm -hmm. yeah. Morris saying, Hey, we want to do a podcast. How so. did it all co come about? Like, where, <laughs> I know you're going <laughs> to, yeah. Where did the light bulb co come from? I, I'm, a, I'm just an avid podcast listener. Okay. Um, and you know, I, I, I listened to a bunch of shows and I was thinking like, how could I, how could we incorporate, you know, guard stories in, in, in an audio format? And I thought, the best way would be like a conversational type mm -hmm. show where people would just, you know, banter back and forth. I wanted to start it because I wanted to get better at, you know, 
communicating and talking better mm -hmm. with people and um and it's it's helped me it's helped me i yeah. i you know whenever i'm on the spot i kind of you know i don't like to be center of attention that's why we're doing this in audio not in front of <laughs> the camera because yeah <laughs> I, th I think for me it also kind of itches that I, I just have genuine curiosity uh mm -hmm. towards a lot of things and i think it it helps th that you've, you've given over to me and said hey you be the person that interviews people because <laughs> you like doing that and um I think I'm just generally curious, right? What, what's somebody's story, right? What yeah. is the, that thing that they do that they're, they're super excited about. So mm -hmm. I think that's always, it's always a, an interesting kind of topics, you know, which is great. And I think it, this is a great platform. So I appreciate mm -hmm. you kind of pitch, pitching it one and, and really kind of just laying into it and not giving up. Yeah, on it, so. for, a while, for a while we were, you know, we were releasing stuff every couple of weeks, you know, it was like, uh, yeah, we were, we we're pumping them out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I think another, another thing, and this is a legacy thing. Um, and this goes to your, even your time in the one twenty second. is I think you brought something that was, was always needed in a stability, right? I think there was always people that could say, Jason Christ is here. He's going to mm -hmm. be able to, to manage this situation. And especially for the younger enlisted, right? You teach coach mentor, uh, and here, same way, right? How many people we've had come through here over the last dozen years on summer orders, right? Just to get some experience. Yeah. Um, I think of like Alec Dion. He's a mm -hmm. you know, great example. Tyler Main, who came in and, and literally just, they were on orders and they just learned the craft from you and how mm -hmm. to do this job. And I think that's a big thing that you you left here too. So when you yeah. when you walk away. It was, it was my passion. Definitely a book of knowledge when it comes <laughs> to public affairs. Even when I was uh, working in marketing before coming in here, I know I would reach out to you. And going into 122, definitely um, the glue to the unit, I want to say, that held yep. a lot of it together. <laughs> yeah. So I, it, it kind of goes without saying because you already said it, but uh, good switch going from 12 Bravo, I'm assuming, to public affairs. Yeah. Uh -huh. So like I, I often say, like, joining the Army was the second best decision I ever made in my life. Like, it has given me, um, it, honestly, it has given me access to the National Guard. And joining the Guard is the best decision I ever made. So mm -hmm. I kind of like go walk going backwards a little bit, you know. Yeah. Usually people do like the one and two. I'm yeah. just saying, like, joining the Army, yeah, it was, it was great. Had a lot of experience, but joining the guard was the best decision I've ever made. Yeah. By far. So yeah. when you uh, first wanted to get into PA, you were saying earlier, like, I want to make movies. Yeah. And, and then you <laughs> saw the two PA personnel soldiers and you're like, hey, what do you guys do? Is it everything that you expected after looking in from the outside and actually going through oh, on the civilian sector on yeah. the end day side? It was interesting seeing the creative aspect of something that's so, you know, rigid and regimented, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? We're a bunch of creatives, right? Like we, we, we come up with ideas and we, that's, that's what the, the, the big thing that stood out to me uh, going from one to the, one to the other. Um, <laughs> Talk yeah. about and, your, and, and some people can be pretty eccentric yeah, <laughs> in this MLS. Yeah. yeah. There's, there can be some uh, very eccentric individuals, that's for sure. Yeah, I think I think you you hit on the creativity piece, right? Like yeah. the the army is very structured, right, in one right. way, and then you have this thing over here that's still army and it's yeah. still structured. Mm -hmm. But in public affairs, it's it's so fascinating to watch, especially having been now in the 122nd for a short time, where we'll send people out, they'll yeah. cover a unit for a couple of days, mm -hmm. and then they come back, 
And it's like, hey, you, you know, guys have fun doing what you guys are doing, but now we have to do what we need to do to, mm -hmm. to showcase this. And it's it's using that creativity that they have to say, hey, like, I've got this great shot, but I just don't know how to frame it right. Mm -hmm. and yeah, so, you send 10 people out to cover something, the same thing, you're going to come back with 10 very different products. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're all true. valid. They're all good. You know, they're all usable. Yeah. So. Like, how do you harness everybody's creativity, I would say for good, right? I mean, like, how do you harness this creativity so that they can get what they need, but then release it in their own way? Is it, cause it is a by, skill by leaning into their strengths. Yeah. Mm -hmm. By leaning into their strengths. Like everybody's going to be different, you know, have different strengths and different things. Like my, I feel that my strength is uh shot composition. I mean, mm -hmm. I can fill mm -hmm. a frame. I mm -hmm. really love to do that, but Writing, not so much. You Even though I, mean? I challenged you on writing, yes. <laughs> yes, I've learned and I've I've grown in that regard. But at the time, you know, it wasn't my, my yeah. strong suit. You know, yeah. so so yeah, by leaning into people's strengths, that's how you mm. yeah can, can harness their creativity. What, what were some? Uh, you've been here for a long time. What were some memorable coverages? Like I have a lot. Yeah, I, I, I'll yeah. I'll start. I'll start. I'll start because one of the most memorable coverages and. and Jason, you, I think, stepped in for me on this because I had just gotten back from a school. I had no mill leave left. Yeah. I had only, I'd been gone for almost a month, but you got on a plane in August and went to Malaysia to cover us signing uh, the statement of support mm -hmm. and partnership agreement in Malaysia, which which is his, it, it, it's a historic, yeah, right? Historic. I mean, the yeah. National Guard yeah. State Partnership Program is is huge. And being able to, one, know, hey, this is fine because Jason's got this was a big thing for me to relax. And, and knowing you were here was was huge. But two, like that, that is one of those big things I think coverage wise was so important. It'll be for used us. throughout mm -hmm. history. Yeah, mm -hmm. it'll be used it'll throughout be history. history. It'll be used, the, the images that came out of that. Yeah, mm -hmm. those will be used yeah. mm -hmm. for years to come. Yeah, for sure. So, so sorry to jump, but no I, that was mine that I think right there off the bat kind of came. And then obviously wildfires, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it was the 15 fires. We were all scattered to the wind. Mm -hmm. But yeah. you and Virginia went out to parts unknown and covered <laughs> wildfires. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was crazy. That was, uh, yeah, just staying out in the field, just, uh, you know, grabbing your camera gear and go. Yeah. You, you, you know what to do, right? You got to cover you know, yeah. But, but what about, what about on. for you? Oh, one of the first memories that stands out is being on the back of a Chinook helicopter with a camera in my hand. Oh yeah. Flying over Seahawks at the time. I think it was Seahawks stadium. I don't yeah. know. No, it was, oh, it was, it was century, Link. Yeah, century, yeah, Link, century right? yeah. Link at the time. And just before a, a veterans celebration of uh, during the football game, you know, mm -hmm. just like flying over and just like all these people are just like screaming, looking at you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that was just yeah. such a, a, a thing that will always stay with me. Another one <laughs> involves helicopters as well mm -hmm. and involves wildfires as well. Yeah, I think you remember this one. I spent the day flying in a Kiowa helicopter. Yes. Across the state. We don't have those anymore. <clears throat> this was in 2014. 14. Yeah. 14. And so if you don't, don't know what a Kiowa helicopter, it's a small reconnaissance type helicopter, right? There's mm -hmm. like, Two seats in the in the whole thing, right? And like a wood floor. Pilot all, uh, and a co-pilot. Mm -hmm. It was a pilot and me. And you. <laughs> and me with no doors. No oh, doors. Wow. So yeah. 
I don't like heights. I'm fine <laughs> flying in a helicopter or a plane or what have you, but being strapped in a small bird like that. Open door. With no doors. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's, down. It's, it's sudden death. As you're looking, as you just look down, it's just sudden death, right? Like, yeah. But you're strapped in. I'm fine. And my arm, I think, was like just holding on to the the, the door frame or what have you. The whatever was missing is just just for dear life. And but it was such an amazing time though because and, and you flew from here to like Eastern Washington yeah, too. It was actually oh, North Central, was a flight, huh? Central. So yeah. twist. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Still not a short flight. Not a short flight. No. But it's just crazy. You're just, just going over ridge after ridge after ridge in the Cascades. And it's just like, okay, we're coming up to a mountain. And next thing you know, it's just like you're, you know, just yeah. altitude changes. And, oh, it's just, yeah. it was, I was sweating bullets the whole time. I think some of the coolest missions we did too were those <laughs> uh, deck landings. Yeah. You know, we were able to actually yeah. get on the, on the on top a, on a, on a Navy, helicopter on a and landed on a Navy ship Navy in the middle of the ocean. Carrier, yeah. Which was really cool. Like yeah. the pilots, you know, need to learn how to or to practice landing on a, a moving mm -hmm. ship. Mm -hmm. So going over there and taking photos and videos of that was pretty cool. Yeah. And then all the travel, right? I mean, besides <laughs> the in travel? the state yeah, and, yeah. and doing, you know, trips to D.C. I mean, mm -hmm. you've been able to go to quite a few places. I remember oh. you went to Saipan a couple of years ago at the 10 CST, obviously Thailand and Malaysia. Yep. Um, Australia. I think you, yeah, Australia, Antigua for what was that trade, trade winds? winds? Yeah, yeah, that was a great. I had just come off a deployment. <laughs> I was in the uh, the one four one, and we did a history detachment deployment, mm -hmm. and I uh, came back and uh, I remember Angie Halverson asking me, "Hey, I got something for you. I don't think you'll like it. It's <laughs> it's in the Caribbean. <laughs> it's two weeks of the Caribbean for you. Yeah." That's a rough one. Yeah. And uh, I was also uh, sent to Italy. That was, oh, that nice. was a really good, oh, very cool. really good one with the MPs. They they were like um, over there, they um, they opened the base for 4th of July weekend. And so they've just beefed up security with the 506. They went over there and did, you know, MOS training there. And I went to, as augmentee, you know, just kind of took pictures and photos of them doing that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> is there is there something you know today that you wish you could go back to tell yourself when you first started in public affairs and say, hey, you got to consider this stuff or doing it this way? Is there something you've learned or would share with younger Jason Christ today? Probably to push yourself more. <laughs> like, you know, just like, like, like consume lots of media, right? Consume... Mm -hmm videos, consume National Geographic magazines, you know, all the photos that they take, watch movies, watch the news, see how they do things. And if you find something that is something interesting that they do in the way they create their products mm -hmm. is, is to try and push yourself to copy that. I don't think I did that very often when I was growing up. I think I learned the army way Camera on a tripod, <laughs> static shots. You know what I mean? Yeah. I did that for a long time. Yeah, I think we so all. I, I think we all did that with, for a I long stuck time. With the yeah. way that they taught me. And it's funny because there's this. Okay, I, I recently ran into this guy, um, Robert Ham. I'll give a shout out to Robert Ham. He's a an amazing videographer, amazing filmmaker, 
that grew up. I mean, he went to like USC film school. Mm-hmm. Um, he went to Denfos with me. I, I went to school with him. Um, he created such unique products, even in school. Mm-hmm. But I created their products the way they wanted me to. Yeah, yeah. And I'm the one that got the uh, honor grad. Yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> grade, because yeah. I did the yeah. things you know the way they taught me. But he did things create creatively. Yeah, and uh, they were far better products, right? They were far far more entertaining videos that he made. Yeah, and mine was just the you know the schoolhouse way. Yeah, so. I followed his career even after he left because, you know, it's a small MOS, you Mm -hmm. know, you see people's Mm -hmm. as as they, as they grow up in the army and create things. Um, His, his, his videos were just so unique and I I wish I would have, you know. Yeah. I I get that. Like I went, I went to Dimfos (laughs) with a, with a background already in public, public relations had done the job for a while and, I, I left infos not wanting to be in public relations or public affairs because I was like, that's not how you do it. Like <laughs> the army teaches you one way, but then you, you learn so much kind of throughout your life. And yeah. I was, I, I was not even close to honor grad at that point. So <laughs> I knew I was never going to be the honor grad cause I, I fought the instructors quite a few times. I think yeah. so, but that's, that's just how it is. I guess mm-hmm. it's, you, you, like you had said earlier, we, we all are creative. We all have our own way of doing things and it's just how do you harness that creativity and, to, you know, give that direction to, to mm-hmm. do it. So, mm-hmm. um, what's, what's next for you? Well, I, um, I am going to stop obviously working in this office. Um, and I'm going to go, uh, go to university of Washington, Tacoma as a full-time student. I, it's something that I've always wanted to do is to get a formal education. I never really did it in the army. I did a little bit, you know, just, mm-hmm you know, community college classes here and there, but nice. uh, I want to, I think I just need a, a radically new direction to go. I need something new to focus on. Um, and it's, I'm going to study communications, maybe take a few film classes or what have you, but, but yeah, that's, that's my goal. Yeah. I definitely years. applaud you for that. As much as we're going to miss you in this office, it's hard to make that commitment, uh, especially later in life, right? To commit to it and then say, hey, I want to continue pursuing a career, but expand yeah. what I have. So I know when I heard that news, I was sad, <laughs> surprised, but at the same time, I definitely looked up to you for making that decision and applauded you. I got the support, you know, my wife is amazing. She's going to, she's picked up the mantle and, mm-hmm. you know, she's got a, she's got a good career going and, um, and I, I got the time and the means to do yeah. it. So. Yeah. And, and we've talked and, and if it wasn't for joining the army and the yeah. national guard, the means wouldn't be there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. we, like you've said, if you didn't have the GI bill sitting right there, yes, it's exactly. use it before you lose it kind of thing. <laughs> so, yep. um, still going to do improv. <laughs> oh yeah. Got to bring up improv. You still need to up. do that. I, uh, Gosh, when did I start? It was about a oh, year. Oh, it was April of 20. Oh, no, it was uh, it was July. It was around the time when I retired. July yeah. July of 2022. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's when I started. It's uh, it's that's been amazing, too. I mean, one of the one of my biggest, you know, fears is standing up in front of a, a group of people and speaking. I even had that issue uh, at drill talking to people that I know and care for and, and yeah. we've have relationships with, you know what I mean? Like getting up in front of people. 
It's just like, I feel like I better know exactly what I'm talking about or else I'm going to sound like a, like a fool. What better way to get over that than to get up in front of a bunch of people and act like a fool on purpose. <laughs> yeah. And I've done it. <laughs> That's true. So many times now, you know, through uh, doing improv classes and acting like a fool, <laughs> just coming up with the first thing that comes to your mind, that kind of thing. And I definitely enjoy your improv. So <laughs> we talk about good. this in the office. <laughs> um, got to see it. Uh, Maybe we can, uh, we can uh, link to the Twitch video. Yeah, hit a link to action. it, and then yeah, you can see Jason in action. Definitely <laughs> worth watching. I, I got a good laugh out of it. I mean, I, I was watching it that night, and I didn't realize I'd been watching it for two hours. What felt like fifteen minutes. Yeah, I was <laughs> yeah. on stage for yeah. ten minutes or yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. So. it was good. It was really good. So, uh, Pete, you got anything? I just want to say, hey, good for you. Just like improv and going going to school to pursue what you want to, I think you do take that that leap, that jump to definitely always better yourself. And that's one thing that I definitely am going to take away from you before you uh, leave here is, um, you know, j just continue making those big jumps and improve yourself wherever you're standing. Um, and I appreciate everything that, that you did for us. That comes from therapy. So, yeah. That comes from therapy. <laughs> if y'all, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I've, I've, I've had many, many sessions. So mm. that's, that's what helped me, you know, take that leap. Yeah. So I, I think from, from me, uh, Jason, I've known you, gosh, we're going on 13 years of, of knowing each other. I, I think as a younger PAO, I always looked at you and said, is this a good idea? And if you said no to me, I was like, it's not a good idea. I can't do it. Like, this is just horrible. I would fight you on it probably. Like, no, we're going to do this because of the office. Or you'd be like, no, we're not doing it because you're stubbed. Uh, but I, I think as I've gotten older uh, and I've, I've gotten more comfortable and, and we've had this conversation, right? It, it took, you know, when you're a young PAO and a young officer, you, you have to grow into your skin a little bit and you got to like get comfortable with, with your abilities and style of leadership and I, I always now have that inner Jason Christ and telling me like, <laughs> that's not a good idea. Don't do that. Like that, that little NCO who's like, don't do this. Like, <laughs> don't be that guy. Don't come up with good ideas for the sake of coming up with good ideas. Um, and so I, I think that's something I will always take away. Uh, the memories, you know, we had a 45 minute conversation a couple weeks ago with Keith and Steve Hobbs and mm -hmm. just sharing stories. And, yeah, yeah. and I said, you know, a lot of these stories someday will just become hearsay as you leave and then Keith eventually mm -hmm. leaves and Steve leaves. Yeah. It, it comes down to, to people like me who have been doing this job for a long time to keep those stories going. Mm -hmm. Um, but, I, but I've always, I've always thought this is, you know, the day you leave, I'm not losing a, a, a coworker. <laughs> I'm just losing the ability to see a friend every day mm -hmm. pretty much. But yes. I mean, we'll always still text each other about movies and, and stuff that's going on and, the and latest it's trailer. That yeah. Drops. The latest trailers that drop or the, <laughs> Oh my gosh, here's the announcement of what's <laughs> happening in this movie. And, uh, uh, so I, I think that's always the, the thing I enjoy is on Tuesday mornings, being able to just talk movies with you. Mm -hmm. Um, I won't have that, but we'll still be able to do it via text. So, uh, I appreciate everything you've yeah. ever done here and, and all the time and effort you always put in. So I'll be around. I'm not, I'll catch you yeah. on the improvs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not in the state, so I'm staying in the area. Yeah. I mean, kind of your final thoughts and what you want to share. And Best kept secret in the Army is, is the National Guard, and the best MOS is public affairs, I think, because mm. you get to experience it all. You don't, uh, you don't have to dedicate your entire career to one field. 
yeah. you can bounce in and out of different units and see what they do and 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 you get a very big broad picture of what we do you know how and um why we're important yeah so, mm-hmm. it's true so and then, now, yeah we, we appreciate you sharing your story <laughs> yeah, and if you want to sign us off go for it <laughs> one last time you want to do a sign off? Close this out, Jason. Close this off, Jason. Close this out. Thanks for joining us on Raven Conversations. Uh, catch us next time on the next episode. <laughs> episode 101 on the audio. Yeah. And I'll, make sure to watch this on YouTube.